two things, just two super quick, uncomplicated things, but done regularly will make all the difference to your business. I promise. I can literally guarantee it. Two things that you absolutely do have time for, regardless of your business, schedule or circumstances. Two things that I know as a mother and a business owner who's created a success and a lifestyle that she previously thought was a silly dream and un- completely unrealistic are essential. Two things that I've seen my clients, mothers and business owners just like you, use to unlock not just success, but a sense of easefulness with it. Just two things, two small things, two success habits that will change the trajectory of your business, create incredible next level results and bring you more joy, more fun and more fulfillment to boot. Is literally that simple. Success habits can seem, I know, like some aspect of that masculine energy, toxic hustle culture, but I'm bringing a different view. We're diving into not just what these two essential success habits are, but how to embrace a feminine energy approach to them. We're talking less push, more magnetize, less struggle, more flow, less efforting, more play. Let's get into feminine energy and success habits, my love. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach to mothers in business who are ready for more. <laughs> Isn't that you, my love? Um, how are you doing? How has your day been? It's been rainy here and now the sun is out and it just feels like so spring-like and sunshiny and gorgeous. Just been having like the best day. Um, So I'm really excited to chat with you today about these two essential success habits and the whole conversation on success habits generally and how it can be such a masculine energy vibe and how we can do it our way around here, which as you know, is the feminine energy way. Um, And so I think you're going to absolutely love this one. But um, let me just give you a little lowdown, what's been going on over here Um, at home. I have to tell you something um, amusing. Actually, I think you'll enjoy this. So as you know, if you've been around here for any length of time, and if not, and you're new, hello, welcome, pull up a pew, um, is that I've been long using my whiteboard as one of my many manifestation tools. I feel like my whiteboard is my order pad to the universe. In fact, I think that we had a post go out about that. Um, 
It was an older post and then we've recycled it on my Instagram account recently. Anyway, um, over the years, I've had I've had two different whiteboards, sometimes both out at the same time, both sometimes one then the other. And I've written all manner of things on my whiteboards and manifested probably 95% of them at this point, right? Um, so there's been an ongoing practice in my office at home for some time. Um, not something that I use like every single day, all the time, all the time, just when I'm feeling aligned and inspired to. But it has been something that I've been doing. Um, anyway, I bought a small magnetized, it's not really a white board because it's just a magnetized like dry erase thing to go on our fridge because I'm really rubbish at remembering stuff that we've run out of when I do my online food order. Um, and also I have a habit of just putting leftovers in the fridge and then forgetting about them. I'm not good at some aspects of adulting and that's one of them. Um and I was just watching somebody's YouTube video on something else entirely. And I just saw a glimpse of her writing something down on the fridge and the date next to her. And I was like, oh my God, genius. So she writes down the thing that she's opened and the date that she opened it. Because my husband and I are always like, how long has this been in here? Do you remember opening this? Is this safe? Um, we also have another, I have a story I could tell you about when my husband ate two week old spaghetti puttanesca. <laughs> Save that for another time. Anyway, I promise there's a point to this and it's related to manifestation. So I put this board, um, it's only a small thing, on the front of the fridge. I wrote uh, things that are open at the top and then I wrote things that we need at the bottom. And then I came back the next day to find that my daughter has now commandeered this <laughs> into her order pad to the universe. At first it started like uh, the most middle class on my days. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I should be worried or proud here that you deserve the most middle class sabotage of a shopping list I've ever seen. So I had on there basmati rice um, and underneath it she wrote um, many things including hotel chocolat. No, no regular chocolate for her oh no hotel chocolate Paul Roger champagne why <laughs> she thinks that she would get a bottle of that not entirely sure love that she knows my favorite brand um a horse uh, and other things that you might expect like a Nintendo switch and more chocolate I think was one of the things but it just really it just made me giggle um since then though it has definitely become her order pad to the universe she is obsessed with horse riding and is petitioning on a daily basis for us to buy her a horse. It doesn't make sense right now because we're going to go off for a year traveling. We've had that conversation. But now she's got cottoned on to the idea. She's she's very good at problem solving. She's like, okay, we won't buy a horse. What else can we do? And she's found out that you can loan horses and she's looking for them locally. Of course she is. Um, and so she has written up on there. And it just made me smile because it was obviously meant for us to see. However, it was just such an articulate and clear message to the universe. And I've just been thinking about manifestation a lot lately. I mean, I think about it pretty frequently anyway, but just been having some thinking space on that topic um, intentionally for some of the materials that I'm going to be um, creating and delivering for the ladies in the next round of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. And I thought, wow, what a great example of making a very clear and specific ask um, that's one of the things that I talk about with my clients frequently is when we've, you know, made an ask of the universe, but we haven't actually 
been super clear. Now, this girl had everything on it. So she stated the town that the horse must be in, the um, the sort of suitability for a more beginner rider, the minimum hand height, the fact that it should have all of its own tack. It was so specific. And I just love it. And I just can't help but think like, well, obviously, for many manifestations, I am the conduit or the vessel through which some of these things happen. And, and you know, she knows what she's doing. Well, so she's just... Um, I thought a really great reflection on, you know, how to get really clear with the universe and sometimes your mother. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's get into two essential, I would say non-negotiable, I would say can't do without success habits. I'm going to be as bold and make that claim. But first, um, I want to let you know something. So as this is coming out on the Tuesday, if you are listening to this as it's coming out live, which obviously you are. Um, then I was, I had planned to close the doors to the Elevated Abundance Mastermind enrollment last Friday. However, having been in conversations with many of you, um, I know that some of you have not been able to yet book your call to chat with me. I know that some of you have been um, behind on listening to podcast episodes and came late to the party knowing that the doors were open and that there were many reasons. And also, um, I have a number of ladies who just need that little bit more time to actually be able to enroll. So um, I have decided to extend the doors open period for another week. And so as you're listening to this, there is another full week that you can still reach out to me, either book your call head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. There's all information and the handy dandy green call booking links. There will be actually also a link in the description of this podcast episode. You can head over there. Um, if it is more easeful for you, you can shoot me an email and we can talk um, either through your questions or queries or arrange a call um, or send me a DM on Instagram. Those are the three best places. I am more available than I normally am because I've cleared my calendar um, a little bit to make myself available for all of these conversations with women who are interested in joining. So I just wanted to recognize and kind of honor the fact that as mums and business owners, often we aren't able to, as much as we would like to, we aren't able to take super swift action. Sometimes we need to make sure that we're going to be free on a particular date. Um, sometimes we need to also spend some time just mulling things over, whatever that looks like to you. Um, I just want to give you that extra little buffer of time there. Um, and the other reason that I've decided to keep the doors open for an extra week is because I want to give you an extra opportunity here because I know how easy it can be to really just take yourself out of the runnings before you've even kind of got off the starting blocks. I don't know what kind of analogy I was going for there, but you know what I'm trying to say. How easy it is to use kind of like what seem like logical things like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to book a call or oh, maybe all the calls are booked or I don't know if it's going to be the right thing for me. Maybe I need to be further along or I should have done this first or maybe I'll wait to see how that pans out. There's lots of things that can feel like logical on paper that hold you back from actually looking at 
what is underlying that? If that feels totally genuine, cool, cool. But if you're feeling called to work inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, if you've been hearing me talking about it, talking about all of the results that these clients who have already been in this mastermind have been getting and thinking about how, what that level of support would mean for you and for your business, um, I would really encourage you if you've been kind of stalling, mulling it over for any particular length of time or starting to think that there are many good quote-unquote reasons not to join now, why to wait, etc. I would just invite you to take a look underneath the surface there and look at whether or not fear is getting too much of a say in these things. I know from personal experience when I've made stretchy investment decisions in my business, I'm going to be talking about some of them actually, I'll talk, tell you about that in a second, um, and I also know from conversations that I've had with clients, with women who have joined this round, with women who have joined previous rounds or worked with me in other ways, I know that there can be all sorts of things that feel like they are standing between you and you getting the support that you're going to need that is required often if you're going to make significant results in your business and do so in a way that lights you up and fulfills you, doesn't deplete you and overwhelm you, right? And I know how easy it is to listen to that fear and to feel like it is, quote unquote, valid. I know it. I have the most utmost compassion for that. Like I said, I've been there and I've witnessed so many women succumb to it and so many women work through it. And only you know where you're at and only you know what you're feeling called to do. But I would say that if this has been calling to you in any way, if you've been feeling that pull, that tug, you know, that inner knowing, I'm here. I have potentially space for you. I would love to have a conversation with you about joining. My doors are open on this and my heart is open and ready to receive you, which might sound cheesy, but hey, I felt called to say that. <laughs> Let's go with it. Um, but it's true, right? I, I'm always very energetically and emotionally invested in every single woman that I work with. And so, you know, I would love to be holding that belief for you, supporting you, coaching you, along with Tonya and Katrina now too, because now you don't just get one, you get three. That's so, so much more bang for your buck. <laughs> um, anyway, I just wanted to put that invitation out there and also know that I know that sometimes there are feel like lots of reasons that feel like the truest of truths in the moment but just giving you that little gentle nudge if you're feeling called to this because obviously if you're not just go ahead and skip forward 30 seconds or so um if you're feeling called to this and you've been hold holding back delaying thinking of reasons why it doesn't seem possible just go ahead and book a call literally what's the worst that can happen we'll have a chat <laughs> that's it um so head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate i hope to see your name in my calendar i hope to be chatting with you soon and welcoming you into the cohort um and i'm just so excited for the women who have been joining already and the conversations i've been having with them actually i'll share with you you know i love to share wins there have been some wins already from the ladies who have said yes and who are literally <laughs> saying let us in when is this starting they're so excited i love it um one lady in particular sent me a message today that um not even gonna lie about it made me cry just what she said about how so the conversations that we've had between her kind of reaching out to me and then 
making the decision to join. Um, you know, we've been in, in quite close uh, communication throughout that time and she's been keeping me updated with where she's been at and how she's been feeling. And also, actually, um, everybody who joins gets access to Limitless Money for free. So she's been already making her way through that and just having the most amazing shifts and realizations. And, uh, and she said she's starting to really love herself as a coach now and that just made my heart so happy. I just loved hearing that and consequently she had a discovery call um today and it went really well and the woman was really excited to work with her and I was just like oh see this is what happens when you start moving your energy and this is what you unlock when you start saying yes to yourself which is what she did you know she wanted to work with me it felt tricky I didn't know if she was definitely going to say yes or not because I could see there was definitely fear there and I get it right like I said I've, I've been there I know what that's like um and she moved through those fears and it was just so beautiful to see and look at all the like results that are already coming to her now it's just oh just makes me like up so much I just and obsessed with what I get to do. And um, another lady sent me a message. So she signed up quite a few months ago. She was like a really early bird that just swooped in and was like, let me in, um, which I love. And she sent me an update the other day. And I said like, hey, we're going to be uh, we're going to be starting super soon. Here's some information. Tell me what you've been doing. Tell me an update. And when we chatted, she had been really struggling to find any clients. And we talked about, um, you know, she, I think she actually first had one of my Path to Profit calls, which was really cool. So we created a plan for her. We talked about some mindset shifts. Um, and she had all manner of wins and celebrations to share with me. And I was just so excited with her. So she's booked clients. They've also, she also manifested their dream home in the meantime and have moved, like all of these updates. So good. My point being with sharing these particular women is you know, I've said before, the transformation starts in the transaction. I've seen this so many times, whether somebody joins something early or is on, on a wait list, but like has paid a deposit to be on the wait list. So they're kind of like already financially and emotionally in and invested. It just unlocks something in you. And it's just so cool. I mean, also it helps that everyone who joins, we give them instant access to limitless money too. So that gets the kind of ball rolling. But yeah, just so good. Um, on that note, if you're listening and you're a Limitless Money um, student, then know that you get an exclusive discount too. So, okay. Um, so head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Let's get into two essential success habits for mums in business. By the way, I put mums as moms, um, M-O-M-S in the um, title of the description in case you're wondering about that, that no, I, I would normally spend it, spell it with a U. And actually, normally I use the word mothers just because it doesn't have a an in one leaning to one kind of country spelling than the other. Um, but I just felt like my, my mum, uh, she would refer to herself as an M-O-M mom. Um, I don't know why. It felt like a little, little tribute to her. <laughs> because she's good at these two essential success habits um, and we're doing them the feminine energy way. So let's talk about success habits as a just a concept and a topic first of all before we get stuck into these two, what they are, how to use them, how to do them the feminine energy way. Um, do you have success habits? Cool. If so, high five. If not, totally fine. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't use it as a stick to beat yourself with. You know, we don't do that around here. Um, 
Or have you been a little bit turned off by some of the masculine energy that surrounds success habits sometimes? I read a book years ago, I think it was by Brendan Burchard, and it was some sort of success habits book. It was actually quite good. And Brendan Burchard isn't like a hyper-masculine energy kind of proponent. Is that the right word? You know what I mean? Conduit. (laughs) But um, I've just found a lot of like, you know, blog posts, YouTube videos and other books on this subject just quite masculine and they make success habits almost about the point being the attainment of the goal, the productivity, the ability to do more. It's almost like the success habit enables you to do more, to hustle more, to work a bit harder, to squeeze some extra juice out, you know, and it's all about kind of like attain the goal, attain the goal, attain the goal. Now, don't misunderstand me, I'm not averse to goals. Um, but I think that, you know, goals really work for some people and they don't work that well um, for other people, depending on how you're using them. Or they can work for you at different times and not at others. And just with that view, it's quite a narrow way of approaching success habits. And if you've ever consumed any content on the topic of success habits, um, I wouldn't blame you if you felt like, yeah, that just feels like that hustle culture vibe. And I don't know if it's applicable to me because I kind of agree with you there, right? However, I am a hab- uh, I am a fan of success habits ever since I read a book. Now, it's, what's not coming to me? Oh, I know what it is. The Slight Edge. I get, I've said this before about this book. I wouldn't actually recommend it as a read. Sorry, author of that book. Mainly because it had kind of one clear point and then a lot of fluff and padding, I felt like. <laughs> So, um, but the premise of the book is that you, the, the difference, the thing that separates the successful from the people who are either struggling to succeed, um, and this is up and down, he looked across all sorts of things, you know, athletes, business owners, all other sorts of things, I can't think, (laughs) but there were things other than athletes and business owners in there, um, but the point being that when they looked at kind of markers of success, there would be like a, a range of people. But the people who were coming by success most easily or having the most success were always only the, separated by a couple of small things. So this they only had an actually a slight edge. Often we look at somebody successful and we think they've done a massive amount more than us. They've got some wildly bigger audience. They've got some significantly hard-won qualification we don't have. They've put in 10 years of hard work. They've worked longer hours. Like there's all sorts of ways that we can look at them and think, oh, that's how they created that success. But actually a lot of the time, and this is what I really liked about that book, when you dig into it, you'll find that often though those very successful people, whoever those are that you look up to, they had a couple of things that they were doing but doing so consistently. And they were often really small things that aren't necessarily going to feel like they make a difference on a day-to-day basis. And so that's what I'm talking about with success habits, because ever since I read that book, and that was pretty early on in my business, that really resonated with me. And I really took that on board. And I really liked that idea of, I don't have to do this kind of like Tony Robbins massive action thing. I don't have to be like a Gary Vaynerchuk, like hustling my way through the day, working really long hours. I can do a couple of small things, but with intention, and this is where the feminine energy comes in, and just with consistency, and that is what will shape my trajectory over time. That is what will kind of like really actually move the needle. It's not about 
big gestures, big action in the moment. It's about small things. So if you've been curious about success habits but felt turned off by a lot of the masculine energy around it, I get you. Um, but that's why I'm excited to, for us to kind of dig into this more today. Um, and that's why I'm excited for myself and for you that, that I've found feminine energy ways of um, implementing and embracing these actions and also a different focus. And so where I said that often it was very kind of like goal orientated and productivity orientated, not from the viewpoint of um, just leveraging the time that you do have, but from the viewpoint of being able to then do more. I think that's the thing that can feel toxic, but actually I'm here to say that this is a different way. There's a way to use success habits as a way of tuning into your feminine energy um, and using your feminine energy to create results in your business, which is super cool. So the reason why I'm bringing this topic to you on the podcast today is because I've been thinking about success habits um, for a training that I am going to be delivering inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind because I'm going to be encouraging the women in there to adopt some of the success habits that have really helped me in my business and life. Um, and there are five that um, I'm doing like a whole in-depth training on there, but I thought it would be fun to bring a little bit of that discussion here to you. Um, and so I'm sharing the two most fundamental, so the two building blocks. So the others will layer on top of this. Um, and actually, as you'll find out in a minute, the first one that I'm going to share with you is like the most important and don't bother with anything else success habit-wise until you've done that one. <laughs> so um, so I'm bringing you the goods, the things that will actually make a difference, right? Um, and then there's, like I said, there's just an opportunity to layer these things up over time. And that's important too, not to bite off more than we can chew when we're talking about success habits. I think it can be a little bit tempting sometimes to go, I'm going to start doing this morning routine with these five different components and I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to start running every day and, 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 <laughs> and it gets a bit ridiculous. And then we don't do it on the second day because we've committed to too much. And then we go, ah, do you know what? Forget it. And we leave them all behind. So I definitely advocate a, in the same way as I advocate a layer cake approach in business, the same is absolutely true for success habits. Um, but yeah, there are five that I think are really kind of like uh, overall essential for creating success. But I'm going to share the kind of the two, so layer one and la layer two with you today. Um, so what this won't be about is some kind of like 5am, wake up, immediately do an hour workout and weightlifting, followed by a, like five mile run, followed by <laughs> an hour of meditating, followed by taking on a load of protein. What I'm describing to you is the, I, it wasn't a miracle morning thing, but I, it, it clearly was influenced by Miracle Morning, which is a book, by the way, in case you don't, haven't read it or haven't heard of it. But it was the morning routine of, um, I'm trying to think of his name, a guy online who does like a lot of um, personal development stuff. I remember him talking about he'd create success for himself and he described like his morning routine that was like the morning routine to end all morning routines and it was literally like that. Um, and I remember thinking, oh my days, there's no way I can make that happen as a mum and a business owner. He was getting up and immediately taking himself off for several hours. And I knew that also he had four kids. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> did, did your wife agree to this? Oh, every day for the sake of my personal success, I'm going to take myself off for five hours. See you guys later. I mean, obviously, I don't know the conversation that went on in their relationship and stuff. And I'm only just kidding. But still, his... His success habits seemed massive and unrealistic. And what we're talking about here are two things that you can definitely do and do daily that will actually 
make a difference to your trajectory. I can promise you. Um, also, if you've looked into success habits at all yourself or even spent some time like researching or thinking about them, sometimes it can be very noisy um, in that space and you can feel like, you know, you don't really know where to start with them. And so it's an easy thing to put off. And so that's why I really wanted us to hone in on as a mother and a business owner, what are two success habits that are going to set us up most for success, make the most impact on our success. So let's get into it. Why create success habits at all? Well, the clue's in the name. (laughs) There's a reason they're called success habits, right? Um, But more than that, it's because of the way that the world works, the way that the universe and energy in the universe works, the way that law of attraction manifestation works, many ways of saying the same thing, Um, which is that the energy that we bring to anything that we do in our lives and business is the biggest dictator of our outcomes than anything, our results than anything else, right? And so although this can seem like a sneaky one because success habits seem action-based, and this is where I think that some of the sort of masculine vibe energy teachings around it fall into a trap, is that they look at it from the point of view of, oh, if you only change the action, then you'll change the outcomes. And so you're just kind of like pushing harder, more. That's why maybe that guy needed such an extensive morning um, habit list. Maybe he just enjoys it. I mean, let's be honest, probably does. Um, But that's where it kind of misses the mark for us. Whereas for me, the feminine energy approach to success habits are, how can I create a habit which helps me to cultivate the right energy for the success that I'm creating? And we'll talk about why these two things um, really work for that in a second. But for me, that's the feminine energy vibe here. It's about creating a habit so that you can leverage a tiny pocket of time, but on a consistent basis and use it almost like compound interest for your kind of future bank account and the abundance that's just stacking up and coming to you. That when you do these micro things on a really consistent daily basis, they really do start to affect the course of your life and and all of the results that you're creating and the impact you're making and your income and all of the things. So that's why, from my opinion, to create success habits, not to be more productive, to get more shit done, no. Not to even necessarily attain a goal, which we'll come down to in, in a second, but it's more about having them as tools that you can use to be cultivating the energy that you require to create whatever is your version of success, my love. And actually, we should start right there on the top. Do you know what your version of success is? If not, journal on that. (laughs) Get really specific. Remember my daughter's horse request to the universe? So specific. Get really clear on what what is success to you? What does that look like? No filter, no censorship, no looking at what you should be doing or what other people are doing. Just you in your heart. What does success feel like, look like to you? Um, It's worth being really, really clear on that because otherwise, what are we creating here? (laughs) Um, And the other thing to note actually quickly is that on Thursday inside our Limitless Mothers Facebook community, I'm going to be sharing some of my very specific success habits. So I obviously have the two that we're talking about here, but I have just a number of habits that I've cultivated and kind of layered in over the years and really stuck with because they are just habits now. And so I'll be sharing the behind the scenes on that. So come and join me. Um, Okay, so let's get into habit number one is, and this shouldn't be a surprise, but is a mindset habit. This has been far and away the biggest needle mover on my business 
hands down. There's no question about it. If I was not cultivating and being intentional with my mindset on a daily basis, consistent AF since the very beginning of my business, there is absolutely no way I would be sitting here right now having made the, you know, crazy high amounts of money that I've made, having made the kind of impact that I've made, doing all the things I'm doing and living the life that once felt like a pipe dream is my reality now. I know I say that all the time. It's, it's legitimately true. I still have those kind of pinch me moments. Um, I wouldn't be here doing this if my mindset were, had gone to shit, <laughs> right? Um, and don't misunderstand me. It's not about having a perfect mindset. It's not about perfect thinking or thinking positive thoughts all the time. No, but it's about having that relationship with your mindset. It's about using your mindset and specifically your beliefs because your beliefs really, really shape your reality. They absolutely do. And so I use a mindset practice, a daily mindset practice as one of my absolute non-negotiable success habits because it helps me to be intentional with the energy that I'm creating because my energy influences my actions and makes me a vibrational match for the things that are coming into my life. And so if I am being intentional about that, then I'm a vibrational match for more of the things that I desire. If I'm being unintentional, then I get haphazard results and much more of what I don't consciously desire, right? So this is an absolute, like I know I use this word, but this one is a game changer, like legit. Now, here's the thing, you can hear me talking about that, but I didn't get here by kind of doing like thousands of days of mindset work first. Like the, the results started showing up really quickly and I just became kind of like addicted to doing the mindset work and to doing it really consistently. And I made the effort to make it a really just genuine habit. So I don't even think about it now. Like it just happens every day the end. It's just something I do. But we're talking about most days, five minutes, some days, 10. Occasionally, I want to indulge in something a little bit more in terms of like mindset and energetic practice. But literally, 90% of the time, five minutes, sometimes 10. That's all we're talking about here. You have five minutes. If you don't have five minutes for mindset work, you don't have time for a business. <laughs> Sorry, just gonna be that <laughs> biz bestie there for you for a minute and tell it like it is. So, Here's your motivation in creating a mindset habit. This is essential if you're a mother and a business owner who doesn't want to subscribe to hustle culture and um, the idea that you have to work harder in order to make more. And it's essential because we've been so conditioned to believe that's true. We've been so conditioned to believe that the way that we make more money is working harder, that the path to earning more is in the practical. Um, I could go on, but we've been operating under a false paradigm. It just feels very true because we've all opted into it. But because of that, some of these beliefs that aren't serving us are kind of ingrained in us, right? And so it takes a solid and steady mindset practice to start maneuvering those beliefs, to start shifting through them. Sometimes they fall away really quickly. Sometimes we just need to keep showing up until they get weaker and weaker and fade away and our new belief that we're wanting to cultivate pops in. But I know because it's been my truth <laughs> and and I'm not the only person who says like there's so so many teachings of books that I could sort it but I know that my energy creates my reality and my energy comes from my belief system and so I absolutely want to be working at the top there at the kind of source of things um, for maximum impact because I'm a mother and a business owner and I don't have 
an abundance of time. We have an abundance of many resources, but time is a precious resource, at least in our experience of the time <laughs> continuum, right? Um, and I want to be spending lots of time with my daughter as well as making an impact in my business and an income. And so I want to be making sure that I'm not feeling like I have to work long hours, otherwise I can't be successful. I want to make sure I feel like hard work and hustle are not required and that my life can be easeful and I can welcome easeful results and abundance into my life. I want all of these things. I don't want to be blocking money coming to me. All of these things are beliefs that you can have that I've created for myself. Um, and you can have two if you don't have them already. And the way to get them is by having a mindset practice. Having a mindset practice will be the thing that keeps you on the path to success. And it will be the thing that gets you back on the path of, to success when you have a wobble, when things get tricky, when life throws you a curveball. Having a solid mindset practice is like having uh, a bank account, having credit um, that you get to draw upon when things get a bit rocky. So one of the reasons why, um, you know, I felt like mindset wise just so good throughout so much of the pandemic yes there was a point which I hit an energetic wall but I was really far into the pandemic by that point and you know and I'm human um but the reason why I just you know kept moving forward kept serving just adapted changed need to do did what I needed to do so that I could be there for my daughter in a bigger way was because I had such a solid mindset practice and I've been cultivating it over time so literally let that be your motivation just the knowing that as a mother and business owner this is a really great way of tapping into feminine energy because the feminine energy approach is using your feminine energy to create your results not using hustle right and so a mindset practice you know in, the, in its most basic form there's other things that we can do with it but in its most basic form it cultivates joy and it cultivates pleasure and it cultivates contentment or happiness or whatever positive adjective feels good for you there and helps you hold belief and guess what those are two of the biggest differences that you can make in whether or not you're attracting to yourself the things that you desire or you're continuing to stay in a loop of it being difficult there's a saying, I think it was Nick Pigeon that coined it. And she said, like, happy, happy women make more money. And it's absolutely the truth. You know, the better it gets, the better it gets. There's a reason that phrase exists, too. So let that be your motivation. And this is why this is essential. Without a mindset practice, business is just going to feel hard. Without mindset support in some way, business is just going to feel hard. And this is the most kind of like critical foundational element is having a mindset practice. So let's talk about habit hacking for a second. And by that, I mean like making it as easy as possible for you and making it actually fit in with your, you know, mum and business life, because I know that we have demands on our time. That's the point, right? That's why this habit is so essential. So the first thing you need to do is make it easy, make it tiny, make it as achievable as possible. So for me, that looks like most of the time journaling, just because I find it easy. I find, for me, a lovely um, pen to paper rela relationship. I also love audio because it's super easy. So sometimes I'll use that in the evening if I'm doing work at that end of the day instead or doubling up or I'm working on installing a particular belief. But my point is, is to find what works for you and literally five minutes maximum. So making it as bite-sized as possible is going to be what actually creates it as a habit and actually makes it a tool for success for you. 
So a couple of things that I did were I put my, so I'd put my phone on airplane mode, um, which is a, kind of a habit in and of itself. Um, and I would put my journal and I, I don't even need to do this anymore because it's just so automatic that I'll find my journal. But when I was creating this habit to kind of hack it and make it sort of stick as quickly as possible, I put my journal and my pen on top of my phone so that when my alarm went off, I had to kind of literally remove them and having touched them, then they're right there in my kind of like field of vision and in my consciousness. And I just pick them up immediately. And this is the thing I've shared many times before and, you know, warning, incoming information that's not necessarily desirable, but I take it on <laughs> into the loo with me, take it into the bathroom and I spend five minutes in there journaling. So this is how I've made it work. Now, you could pop in some headphones, listen to something for five minutes. You could do a five-minute visualization in the shower. Um, there's all manner of things. We can talk about the ins and outs of mindset work um, another time, another day. But the point is having dedicated habit for it so that it's not like every day, oh, what am I going to do? You know, this is why, like, this is my non-negotiable. And then I layer in other things. Like like I said, sometimes I layer in um, audio because that's one of my favorites for um, establishing new beliefs. Sometimes I'll sit and do um, a guided meditation or a visualization on something specific or I'll do it on my own. There's lo loads of mindset practices that I have, but my habit is journaling. And I make that my daily habit. So, if you're going to put this into place, and I would strongly suggest that you do, nay, insist <laughs> for your own good, <laughs> prescribing this to you. I don't normally say shoulds, but yeah, I'm going to write around this one. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but you know, if you like things, success to come more easily, I would, you know, say this is the path. Um, so make it easy, and then here's the thing. So I was saying about how a lot of the masculine energy work on success habits comes around it being all centered on achievement of the goal. I have a slightly different view of this with my mindset practice and we'll just stick with my journaling practice but don't take away from this that you have to journal like you do whatever you want to do from a mindset practice right from a mindset habit. So sometimes I might be journaling on a particular goal like that happens frequently or a particular intention or a particular result that I'm looking to call in and typically speaking, I prefer like a result that I'm calling in rather than a goal with a timeline just because that's how I work best, but whatever. But I have specific things that I am working on manifesting for sure. And having this success habit, undoubtedly, like irrefutably, I would say, is fundamental to me, you know, having created many of the things that I have manifested. However, that's for me not the point of the habit because the point of the habit is to is kind of bigger and wider than that. It's not about the next goal, the next thing. It's about the energy that I'm cultivating because as we know around here, it's the energy that creates your results way more than anything else. So it's about the energy that I'm creating because once I have access to that elevated energy, guess what? I can create anything. I can call anything in. So a success habit shouldn't be about a particular goal. It's more for me about who am I being? And I want to be the sort of person who is actively cultivating joy, actively cultivating abundance, act actively opening up her heart, actively creating an impact. It's about who I'm being. And so my I see my mindset habit as me showing up and being that person because I'm getting locked into that energy every day. Every day, 
literally five minutes, but that's all it takes to connect with that kind of higher version of yourself and that truer vibration that exists within you that isn't based in fear, that isn't based in an idea of lacking in worthiness or lack or scarcity, but that is based in ultimately love and abundance and appreciation and all of these like higher vibe things, they exist already within us and we're just kind of collected conditioning and other vibrations that are bringing us down. And so it's, for me, the success habit, yes, it helps me achieve whatever I want to achieve. Yes, it helps me to manifest all kinds of crazy cool stuff, right? Um, But ultimately, it's about who I'm being. And I think that's also a feminine energy essence that we can bring to this. Like, what is the feminine energy that I am tapping into here? It's one of love, of acceptance, of joy, of appreciation, all of these things. Those are very, uh, lots of them are very feminine energy based. And so it's a way of me connecting to that and being that person. It's also a way of me being a successful person. And guess what? I had to be a successful person before I had any success in my business. So, you know, we talk about energetic embodiment. Having a habit such as a mindset habit is a way of saying like, okay, this is my success habit and labeling it as such and being like, I showed up five minutes for my success habit today. This means I am being a successful person. And who you are being is a much bigger indicator of where you're going and what you're going to achieve and how your life is feeling along the way and what you're going to experience and what you're going to welcome into your life than what you are doing, you know, in terms of like achieving and hustling and ticking things off of a list. Does that make sense? So, I really feel like um, it, this is a really great way of opting into the new paradigm that we love around here of a feminine energy, more flow, less hustle, more joy, less struggle. So that's essential habit number one. And do not pass go until you've actually created that habit. So I'm going to share with you what the second habit is because I just know many of you around here already have a pretty solid mindset habit. I would also just encourage you to look at how consistent are you being with your mindset habit? Never make yourself wrong. We've all had times of falling off the bandwagon. It's not about, oh no, I ruined it. I've got to start from the beginning. No. Um, But if you're struggling to be consistent with it, then it's worth having a look at, are there some systems you can put in place? Is there some mindset work that needs to be done? Which is kind of ironic (laughs) for you to feel like you are able to show up for those five minutes every day. Do you need to make it easier? Do you need to lower the bar of entry? Like, what is that? What does it look like? So success habit number two, is having a sales habit. Yes, my love. (laughs) Guess what? If you want to have a business that is contributing to your success and whatever is your vision of success, um, if you want to have a business that creates income and impact, you're going to need to be making sales. And so you're going to need some sort of sales habit. (laughs) Now, at first, you could kind of get a bit sneaky here and make your daily mindset practice, mindset work around feeling good about sales, bringing the right energy to sales. For example, if you're a limitless money student um, or you're inside the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, you have access to um, a sales audio, which is five minutes long, which is made for that express purpose. Tuning in to a feminine energy-based approach to sales, tuning into feeling good about charging for the work that you do, tuning into all of that goodness that really fuels you in taking action. Now, this second success habit, though, is more of an action-oriented one. So, you could, like I said, double up and actually just make your sales energy um, focus part of building that sales habit, but bring it into your mindset focus. You're kind of like using one habit to create the next one. But 
at some point, you will need to take some sales action in your business. Now, you know that we're not about hustling or grinding or sacrifice, but um, I have yet to meet a business owner who can take zero sales action ever (laughs) and make sales, right? So, and again, here, because we're moms and business owners, we don't want to be slugging our guts out, right, to be making sales. We want to be able to show up, leverage a small amount of time in our business, but in a way that starts magnetizing more and more people to you, in a way that starts creating that steady flow of clients. Until that momentum is going, until that steady flow of clients is yours and is established, then you need to be even more consistent with your sales habits. This is one of the biggest blocks I see standing between women and the success and income and lifestyle they desire in their business. It More often than not, there'll be mindset issue at play, why they're not showing up for sales, but it, the actual sort of symptom of that mindset work will be that they're not showing up for sales. And then the symptom of that is, of course, they're not making the sales and they're doing all myriad of other things and not doing sales things. And so I've been there. I've helped so many clients through that more than I can even count at this point. So if you're there, if you're feeling like, damn, she's talking about me, it's okay, my love. I got you, boo. (laughs) Uh, You're definitely not on your own. However, if you feel like taking sales-based action is a struggle, you definitely need some mindset support around that specifically. And to feel like you have been empowered, been given the skills, but also been um, empowered to approach sales in a way that feels in integrity and alignment. Um, And also, side note, we do all of this and more inside of my mastermind. obviously, because it's essential. So this is an essential skill and it's essential habit, therefore. Now, do you have to take sales action daily? Actually, no. Mindset work, I would say yes. Sales habit doesn't have to be daily, but I would use these rules. If you are not yet in a position of either being fully booked or having a really solid continual pipeline of Um, new business coming in, new leads coming in and sales happening or otherwise have really significant momentum that you've maintained over a prolonged period of time in your business. If those things aren't yet true for you, totally fine. We all are, you know, we all start with no sales and have to make our way up to that momentum point. But if you aren't at that point of having a really established flow of clients into your business, then I would say make your sales habit taking some sales action. We'll talk about that in a second. Again, could be five minutes that you commit daily. We're not talking biting off a ton here, but commit to doing it any day that is a working day for you. So if you work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do something sales related Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If you only work Sundays, do something Sundays, like whatever that looks like to you, whatever is your typical working pattern. This will be a game changer because this is the thing that I see women and I only see women because I only work with women, but I see women hiding from and avoiding the most. And it is the thing that will be making you more money, right? Um, There's a lot of work that we can do on the energetic plane to make you more money. And the two have to go hand in hand because if you have a crummy relationship with money, it's going to be hard to make sales. Um, So if sales activities feel stretchy, sticky, uncomfortable, then it has to be mindset work at first, but you're going to have to start backing that up with action. And it's okay if it feels 
clunky, stretchy, weird at first. As long as you are learning and practicing an approach that is in alignment to you and that is based in integrity and I would say feminine energy, um, especially if you are a feminine energy dominant being, then then it will feel a little bit stretchy and uncomfortable at first, but it will become very, very easeful very quickly um, and it won't be something that you want to avoid anymore. It'll be something that you embrace and enjoy. But that's the point of making it a habit is that you won't acclimate to the feeling of showing up for sales um, if you're not showing up for sales, right? This is why this one is essential. Sales are the lifeblood of your business. Sales help you to actually reach more people, to do more good in the world, to have a bigger impact, to create everything that you want to create. (laughs) Sales are not uh, an optional thing. And that's why a sales habit is going to be really instrumental to your success. So um, habit hacking for this one, I would say, put it first in your to-do list after mindset work. So I typically recommend doing mindset work either at the very beginning of your day or at the beginning of your work day, depending on what your day shapes up like. The second thing I would suggest doing is sales. It is so easy to jump in, get into reactive mode, looking on Instagram or answering DMs or getting into the inbox or starting on client work or whatever other myriad things that you might have that you feel like you need to be doing. Prioritize a little slot of time to sales activities first. You can decide based on your day what that looks like. I would start small again, make it easy until it's a habit that sticks and then you can increase the amount of time. Five minutes, one micro action every day. Just start with that. Just start with it and build it and just show up for it. Make it as easy and as low barrier to entry as possible, because especially with this one. If you <clears throat> you are still doing some of the mindset work to feel good about showing up for it, then I think that's even more important. Um, in terms of sales activities, this is another note here know what your sales activities are. Um, It's really easy to think that you're doing sales activities and actually what you're doing is marketing, for example. That's a common conversation that I have with clients who have have come to work with me. They're like, I just don't understand why I'm making, not making sales. I'm like, cool, tell me about what you've been doing so far. You know, obviously we'll have a mindset conversation, energy conversation first, because the action is irrelevant if we haven't started there, which is why these go in this order. But that uh, conversation, having been completed, I'll then say, cool, tell me what action you've been taking. And they'll be like, well, I've posted something on Facebook today. And I'll be like, cool, what did your post say? Oh, well, I was talking about this thing. And I was like, yeah, well, that wasn't a sales message, though, my love. That was amazing. That was maybe nurturing people. That was maybe building up no like, and trust. These are all good things. But I didn't see a direct sales message in there, you know? Um, that's just one example. So don't confuse marketing for sales activities. Um, know what your sales activities are. They're going to be different for different people at different stages of business, different business models. Know what yours are. If you have joined the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, we will be doing um, some work around this. I am going to make sure that that absolutely everybody knows without a shadow of a doubt, these are my sales activities so that you're not kind of trying to decide in the moment that it turns up um, to be sales action habit time in your business. You're not like, oh, well, I don't really know what to do. And should I do this? Should I do that? And then you spent your five minutes thinking about it and haven't actually achieved anything. I've been there before. That's why I'm talking so <laughs> specifically about it. That was me previously. I would say, just to be clear here, because um, I like to be transparent, so I have a daily, daily, regardless of whether I'm working or not, mindset habit. I don't have a daily sales habit, even on working days in my business. Now, 
would that serve me? Probably. Would it create more momentum, more sales in my business? Probably. However, the thing is, is because I've been in business for a long time now, I have a, a considerable amount of momentum that I am the beneficiary of having created previously. And so it isn't kind of critical for me to be doing it daily. It's not essential anymore. It's still an essential activity, generally speaking, but not necessarily daily. But it's interesting because as I was reflecting on this, I thought, mm, I wonder if I should go back to doing it daily and just kind of do it as a bit of an experiment to um, kind of prove the sort of shift and the uptick, extra uptick in results that come from it. So I just like to be clear about these things. But if you don't yet have that momentum in your business, if you aren't yet fully booked and consistently booked and have a consistent steady flow of clients into your business, then um, daily as it pertains to your work days. Do it first. I know there'll be all ma manner of reasons that your brain will want to give you why it shouldn't come first. <laughs> Do it first anyway. Um, and again, for me, this isn't actually about really the actions themselves. And it's not about achieving a sales goal or a sales target. I don't really like the word sales target anyway. It's about, again, who you're being because a successful business owner makes sales. A successful business owner makes space for the things that they want. Well, a successful person makes space for the things that they want in their lives. This is a way of making that space. For me, it's as much showing willing to the universe and a demonstration of my intention as it is the action itself. I don't actually care if that particular action yields any result. Um, and that's the beauty of this habit. It's not the action itself. It's the energy that it's cultivating, the energy of um, being ready and excited to serve people, being eager to create an impact that through the work that you do, feeling open to receive and practicing that, being able to um, use and regard and approach sales as an act of service. Like all of these things, it's a way of using the success habit to um, energetically embody the successful version of you. Does this make sense? So that's the feminine energy injection here. It's not about show up, call 20 people as a cold call and try and hit a sales target. Ew, no. But it, your sales at, you know, intention each day could be as simple as who can I connect with today? Who can I reach out to today? Who can I have a conversation with today about how I might help them? You know, and that's a very different vibe. And it's about cultivating. For me, sales is about cultivating relationships anyway. And so that's the feminine energy spin that we can bring to this. It's about who we're being as a business owner and as our own version of a successful business owner, because we have our own version of success. But showing up for ourselves. It's a way of holding belief for ourselves in the value of what we provide to people through the work we do. There's just so many aspects to it. It's a, it can be a heart-opening practice if you let it, because guess what? Showing up and inviting somebody in, it needs to be that heart-opening practice, because you're going to have to receive them as a client or customer, receive their money and give. It's that cyclical energy vibe, which is a really beautiful thing if we want it to be. And so, yeah, there's just so much scope to use something that gets so labeled as masculine as sales and selling, but it's a real opportunity here to use it as a feminine energy. And how can I show up in that energy of abundance? And how can I believe in the 
result that I am making available to my client or customer and therefore holding their beliefs and their vision for them by showing up for this particular sales activity? How can I open my heart and welcome people in and with it create more of an impact and create more abundance in circulation in the world? Like I can keep going on on a, a feminine energy riff on this, but can you see how easily accessible that feminine energy angle is if we're wanting to look for it. Um, so those are the two success habits that I suggest slash insist. <laughs> if you're a mother and a business owner and you're looking to create your version of success your way and without a ton of hard work, hustle, exercise, exercise, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, sacrifice, etc. Then these are two non-negotiables. There isn't. It's there's no way that you can create success easily. I don't think without these two. <laughs> so bear that in mind. If you are struggling to create some of these success habits, if you already know, actually, I really need a solid mindset practice, but I'm finding that a struggle. If you're finding mindset practice a struggle, you can grab my freebie that's available on my website. Um, it's all about creating a morning mindset routine. Um, but I would say even break that down further. It breaks it into three things that I do daily, but I would just choose one for the sake of useful habit building. Um, but that can be a useful resource for you. But really, this is a wider conversation. It's about setting yourself up for the life that you want to be living and starting to live it today through these energetic embodiment opportunities that a success habit cultivation can provide. So if you are struggling with showing up in that way and that energetic embodiment, if you're struggling to believe that your version of success is possible for you, then it's going to be difficult to feel totally motivated, isn't it, to cultivate some of these habits. So if you're struggling with any aspect of that, or if you are struggling on the sales front of, you know, if you definitely resonated when I was saying, hey, you've been avoiding it. Have you been um, doing other things and labeling them as sales actions? Do you maybe not even know what your sales activities are? This is why it's so important to have support. And this is just like one of the many, many things that we support women with inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. So um, if any of this is resonating with you, obviously, we're just talking about two small habits today. It's a very small slice of, um, you know, what I cover with my clients and how we help the women who we help. However, really the point is we're always looking for ways to make your version of success more useful to you. We're always looking for the feminine energy approach, which just vibes so much better for us as mothers and business owners most of the time. A lot of the time, switching between business and motherhood feels like a kind of grinding gear change because we believe that our business requires a masculine energy. We believe that it requires hard work, getting more done, like getting to the bottom of that to-do list, finally figuring out that funnel, finally figuring out that whatever. And it just, um, when we're approaching business in that way, and then we're trying to switch into motherhood, which is of course a very feminine energy, open, soft vibe, it can feel like such a grinding gear change that it can feel really exhausting Exhausting, really overwhelming and really depleting and we can feel really kind of like torn between these two aspects of our lives but the thing that I've found and the thing that I'm just as you know just evangelical about is that when we bring a feminine energy vibe which is what we're looking at today with these two success habits right 
we bring a feminine energy vibe to our approach to making money and to business, suddenly motherhood, life and business all just meld together so much more easily. They sit alongside each other comfortably. They wrap their arms around one another. One supports the other and vice versa. And that is a beautiful place to be in. And that is the point from which we create true balance. We create true joy and really yes, we're here to create money, but we want to be enjoying our lives. We want to be showing up for the things that are important to us, right? We want to be embracing the everyday um, and not just kind of like feeling like it's head down until I get to that point. And this is why that feminine energy approach can just feel like such a relief when you are supported by somebody who is very much living this approach. So you're not supported by, I know people who've come to work with me specifically because they've worked with a coach who had a very, unbeknownst to them, had a masculine hustle energy and expected them to adopt the same. I've heard some absolute horror stories. <laughs> I won't share with you now, but um, this is why it can just feel like such a relief to be supported in this way. But also then when you start learning and understanding how to show up for this, um, how to show up with a feminine energy in your business, it can feel like, oh, it can feel like the the missing piece of the puzzle and the thing that suddenly makes everything else click into place. So you're like suddenly, oh, I get it now. This is how it can feel. This is the way that I can create what I've been looking to create with my business. Oh, it just feels like such a relief because you get to do it your way in the most truest to you way, which is why I never do anything with a cookie cutter strategy approach. It's not a one size fits all this is the feminine energy way. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that feminine energy spin on success habits. I would love to hear your thoughts on these particular two success habits. I would love to know where you're at with them. Again, honor yourself wherever you're at. Don't make it wrong. This is just an invitation to um, consider implementing one, which is the mindset one. And then once you've layered that in and that feels solidified and is a genuine habit, then layer in the next. And I promise you, there's literally nothing that could convince me, my love, that if you created these two as a habit and showed up for them with the consistency and frequency that we've talked about in the show and did that for, I don't know, let's say two months, three three months maximum. There is nothing that could convince me that you wouldn't be experiencing a significant shift in your reality and the results that you're achieving. Just literally nothing that would convince me of that <laughs> because I, I've just seen this play out so many times. Anyway, if you would like to be shifting and shaping your reality, if you love our support in doing that, if you're ready to do business, life, and everything the feminine energy way, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Like I said, I have extended the doors open period. Come and have a feminine energy-based conversation with me. Let's have a chat, my love. Let's find out whether or not it would be a good fit for you. I have opened my heart. I am open energetically and the doors are also, virtually speaking, of course, because there's no physical doors, open on the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. There's other ladies in there, excited, raring to go. Literally, they're chomping at the bit. Um, and I would love to welcome you in to this beautiful cohort, but get in touch soon. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and never forget, my beautiful creature, that you are, of course, as ever and always will be, limitless. Bye for now. 
So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corrie Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.